Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Welcome to The Sports Angle with your host, Rocco Kelly. Brought to you from AMP.TV, AAMP.TV, where you can join the conversation. Check out previous episodes of The Sports Angle or much more content. Thanks for listening on KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio.org and WIRB Talk 1490. Here's your host of The Sports Angle and The Sports Angle on Twitter, Rocco Kelly. Rocco Kelly here, host of The Sports Angle. Everybody talks about Michael Jordan. Everyone loves to discuss where they were, what they were doing, and how they felt watching Michael Jordan. I have never gotten into on this show what it was like for me to watch Michael Jordan. Understandably, I was five years old, just to give you some context, I was five years old when Michael Jordan retired. When he finally hung it up and he became the owner of the Charlotte Bobcats slash Charlotte Hornets. So with that only being five years old, unless I had family sit me down on the couch and have me watch basketball at a young age, there is a very, very slim chance that I got to watch Michael Jordan play on the actual television when I was a kid. What I do remember is when I was growing up, watch all the highlights, all of the reels, and everything that included Michael Jordan. And the older I got, the more people talked about the legacy of Michael Jordan. They talked about his iconic, his iconic dunks. Everything that Michael Jordan did, I heard about from somebody else. It is hard for somebody in my age group to discuss watching Michael Jordan live because of the fact that we were little, and I mean little kids, and he officially hung it up there is like i said very slim chance that i did watch him when was five you know there are televisions on and you will be sitting on the couch you'll be drawing with your crayons you'll you'll be making them everywhere like you do there is one early moment that i do recall that i say here on the show I was a 
nine at the time. And this is when the start of the Jordan LeBron James discussion came up. And when you're a kid in elementary school and you have all these kids around you talking about this conversation, you want to get involved. Okay. You want to be of the in group. So, what I did when I got home that day is I went on the internet and typed in my Jordan and an hour and a half, I watched Michael Jordan highlights over and over and over again until I could remember his shot over Bill Russell. I could remember his tongue sticking out when he would do those dunks. I made sure that when I went back to school the next day and some, and some kid brought up the MJ LeBron uh, conversation, I could be informed about it. Sure enough, the very next day, this kid, I'm not going to say his name because I don't talk to him anymore, he brings up how LeBron is the Michael Lynn, and I laugh in the classroom. He asked me what's so funny, and then I lay all the facts that I learned the day before on onto this kid. Let's just say after the conversation was over, all the kids were on my side. A personal, a personal win for me. Tired. Why I have always stated on the air why I have Jordan over LeBron. It's the fact that he's had the intensity. It's the fact that he's had the drive. It is the fact that he is the trash-talking goat of the NBA. He gets in your head. If Michael Jordan was up against you, you did not have to give him any incentive to do better. You didn't have to motivate Michael Jordan for him to drop 40 points on you. You did not have to say a single word and Michael Jordan would just stare at you and drop 50 on your head. He had that winning mentality from the start. And more importantly, from multiple interviews with former teammates, from interviews from players he had played against in that time period, they have all stated one thing. Outside of Isaiah Thomas and Bill Lambier, they're the only exceptions here. But everybody else states, for the record, that Michael Jordan had one of the greatest trash talking in NBA history. He would get into your head, not the other way around. You didn't get in MJ's head. He got in your head. So what does this mean for Michael Jordan? And what does this really mean for the entire NBA? For the past month, month and a half, you have watched all these networks talk about who's better between MJ and LeBron. They've talked about, oh, is MJ really better than LeBron? Oh, is LeBron really better than MJ? It's the same takes you've heard month after month, year after year, uh, near decade now. There's a reason why on the sports angle up until this segment, 
I have not gotten into the Michael Jordan, LeBron James conversation. And it's because there shouldn't be a conversation. There should not be this debate that goes on. Michael Jordan has done so many different aspects of the NBA that were leaps better than what LeBron has done. People love to bring up the strength and conditioning and how different it is now. How athletes spend millions of dollars on their body to preserve it and to make it last longer in the NBA. I will give one credit to the modern era that they did not have back in the 90s. The players now, they last longer. They stay in the NBA until their late 30s, early 40s. You rarely saw that in the old era. Okay, a lot of players retired in their mid-30s. Yeah, you had the one or two exceptions, but for the most part, the NBA players, because of how beaten up their body was, because of all the contact, all the fights, all of the physical pain they had to go through because of how tough the defense was, they did not last as long as they do now. That's the only positive I can give the modern era, and that is their longevity. Back to what we're talking about. You love to talk about Michael Jordan and LeBron James, and there are certain out there that I'm not going to bash out of respect for them that always sit there with that grin on their face and they put on that goat mask and they go, man, LeBron James, he's the greatest athlete that has ever played. If that was the case, then why is it that most NBA players have come on record and have said that Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time? If LeBron James was the athlete that ever lived, are you saying he could play any sport? Yes, I know he did football in high school, but let's say you put LeBron James in a baseball game. Would he be able to have a Hall of Fame career in baseball? You put on some skates and you have him skate around in hockey. You have him join the Los Angeles Kings. Would he be able to be an all-star slash Hall of Famer in hockey. When I think of the greatest athletes that have ever lived, I always think about players that if you put them in any sport, if you put any athlete in terms of their strength and conditioning, and more importantly, their mental toughness, that's very important, mental toughness, you take them and you could realistically see them play any sport. Now, Michael Jordan did try baseball. He at least tried it. But could have Michael Jordan played football? We'll never know. Could he play hockey? We'll never know. The problem I have with this debate with Jordan and LeBron, just to end it, is that they're so completely different in terms of eras that it's physically impossible to say one or the other. In my opinion, Michael Jordan is the greatest of time. And that is where this... This is the Sports Angle. I am your host, Rocco Kelly. And we will be back after this. Yeah, we'll be back.
Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is Al Tuzzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day. In times of economic uncertainty and chaos, your money means nothing. You may not even be able to get it from your bank or ATM. And the money you do have in the stock market will go down and down. What you can bank on is gold and silver. Gold and silver have been a reliable and trusted form of currency for thousands of years. Gold and silver have never been worth zero, and typically gold holds its value during economic turmoil. Call the gold hotline now and learn how to protect your money and your assets with gold and silver. And learn how to set up a new IRA or roll over your current one into a gold-backed IRA. Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-755-4281. 800-755-4281. 800-755-4281. That's 800-755-4281. <laughs> Welcome back to the Sports Angle with your host, Rocco Kelly. Brought to you every day from AMP.TV. Join the conversation right now on Twitter at The Sports Angle or on Facebook. Read our posts, The Sports Angle Radio. 
Thanks for listening on KIOF and WIRB. Here's Rocco Kelly. Rocco Kelly here, host of The Sports Angle. There is a challenge going around that thanks to this pandemic, people are reflecting and thinking back to their experiences when they were a kid. They are going back and they are remembering sporting events, movies, TV shows, Whatever genre that's your favorite, they probably have a challenge for it. Well, NBA Twitter recently did the first NBA game challenge where you have to go and tell everybody about the first basketball game that you ever attended. And since I have this platform and I am able to do radio, why not say it on air? The first NBA game that your host, Rocco Kelly, ever went to, I was seven, and it was the Dallas Mavericks, and they went to the Delta Center, and they the Utah Jazz. Now, I was living in Utah at the time. I remember that the Dallas Mavericks were one of the best teams in the NBA at that point, and one of my favorite players was Dirk Nowitzki. In fact, he is one of my top five all-time favorite players in NBA history. I have nothing but respect for Dirk Nowitzki. I always enjoyed watching him when I was a kid. At the time, he was one of my favorite. So I go with my family. We get a couple of tickets. We walk to the Delta Center, and it is a cool... October night in Utah. Uh, It's not snowing yet, but it's not hot either. It's around that cool uh, type of circumstances. We're going to the Delta Center. We're walking up the ramp. The team store is on the right. And being a seven-year-old kid, I nudge on my uh, family's shoulders and I go, ooh, let me in the store. Let me in the store. And after about the 50th time of me begging them to allow me to go to the team store, they finally cave and they let me go to the team store. And when I walk in, as a seven-year-old, it looked gigantic. I mean, you've got posters, you've got jerseys, you've got basketballs, you've got your usual for an NBA team store. But as a seven-year-old, it was like a candy store. I mean, I just had that look on my face just like, wow, this is Neverland. I'm walking around the store. You know, my eyes are freaking wide open looking at everything. And I get to the programs. And now, normally, I didn't buy a program because, obviously, we just would just watch the game. But... As a kid, I always wanted to get information. I always wanted to learn as much as I could. So the programs were $3. So I buy a program, and I read the back and forth, the forward and back seven times. Okay? I read 
every profile, every bio. I read the sponsors. Uh, I even read the season recap of the year before because this was towards the start of the NBA season. On the front of that program was their first round pick of that year. You might have heard of him. His name was Darren Williams. He was this young hot shot at a University of Illinois. Jazz fans were excited to have him play in Utah. They were also excited about the first overall pick from that draft because he came from University of Utah. And that was the seven-foot Australian named Andrew Bogut. I will give credit. Andrew Bogut, he had an injury history in the NBA, but he won a championship. They can't take that away from him. He won, He was an NBA champion. Now, I'm reading the program. I'm doing all of that. You know, I'm flipping through the pages. I'm going, like, oh, there's uh, Ronnie Brewer. Oh, there is Darren Williams. Oh, Carlos Boozer. Oh, nice. Like, I'm reading the entire program, and then I stop. I turn my head to the right, and I see an ice cream shop. And once again, as a seven-year-old, an ice cream shop is basically a bar for adults. Okay, I run up to the ice cream shop. think it was Ben and Jerry's. I could be wrong. I go run up there, and I'm just looking at all the options, and I see one of the 18, 19-year-olds who's working there. They look down at me, and they go, what would you like? And then I turn around, and I realize my family is not with me, so I unfortunately go, uh, never mind, and I put my head down, and I'm walking down. And then my family turns around and sees me with my head down and they go, oh, what's wrong? And I go, I wanted ice cream. And they go, all right. So they, they take my hands. They go to, I believe, Ben and Jerry's. I think that was the ice cream shop. And they order me, the kids, obviously, ice cream. It was strawberry. And I'm eating the strawberry and I'm watching the game. Uh, the Mavericks won the game, by the way. And I just remember as a seven-year-old sitting at the Delta Center, enjoying my ice cream, and it was the greatest experience of my life at that point. Because you're watching all the fans, they're on their feet, they're excited, they're cheering, they're going up and down like, yeah! It was awesome. Now, that was my first basketball game that I ever went to. In the chat on amp.tv, you tell me, what was your first ever basketball game? How vividly do you remember the first time you ever went to an NBA game? If you remember the opponent and who it was, that is an additional bonus. But you let us know, what was the first game you ever went to? And for the people who are listening on social media, you let us know as well on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. What was the first basketball game that you ever went to? We do have comments from the chat on amp.tv. And let's go to the chat. Vegas Mike comes in with, 
I heard you say on a show some time ago you saw Yao Ming in Houston. Now, there is some clarification here. Now, I did go to the um the compact center in Houston. Now, I was about three or four years old, so there is no vivid way I could ever remember that. Because we do have the ticket at home that we were like at three or four years old, and Yao Ming was the first round pick that year. They were excited about that. But the first basketball game I vividly remember was the Utah Jazz, the Dallas Mavericks, seven years old, strawberry ice cream cone, and me buying a program, Darren Williams on the cover. That was my first vivid experience watching an NBA game. And I know for a fact that there are going to be some people out there who are going to mention games that are way, way, way older than me. I understand that. That's the fun of this challenge, is you get to figure out uh, how old certain people are with their experience at their first ever basketball game. There are going to be certain people who their first game was in the old ABA maybe even in the 60s and 70s when the NBA was getting towards their popularity. That is the great part of this challenge, is that people can describe in detail of what they remember of their first basketball game. As a matter of fact, now, Sonar, do you remember your first basketball game? Like, could you vividly tell us what happened in that game? Uh, it's been so long since I've been to a basketball game. I I don't think so. Like, I can't remember the last basketball game I saw on television. Right? Like, that's the hard part of this challenge, is that for some people, they're not going to remember the first basketball game they went to. They will remember, however, uh, certain details of their favorite sport. Like, if baseball is your favorite sport, you're going to remember in detail what happened in that game. If you're, if you're a football fan, you're going to remember the first football game you ever went to. I was telling you guys my first ever basketball game that I ever went to, and that was when I was seven, the Dallas Mavericks and the Utah Jazz, and I enjoyed a delicious strawberry ice cream cone at the Delta Center and watched them live this is the sports angle i am your host rocco kelly and we will be back after this Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. 
For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com. Or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is Sal Tuzzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day. In times of economic uncertainty and chaos, your money means nothing. You may not even be able to get it from your bank or ATM. And the money you do have in the stock market will go down and down. What you can bank on is gold and silver. Gold and silver have been a reliable and trusted form of currency for thousands of years. Gold and silver have never been worth zero, and typically gold holds its value during economic turmoil. Call the gold hotline now and learn how to protect your money and your assets with gold and silver. And learn how to set up a new IRA or roll over your current one into a gold-backed IRA. Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-755-4281-800-755-4281-800-7... The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 554281. That's 800 755 4281.
Welcome back to The Sports Angle with your host, Rocco Kelly. If you're watching, you're probably watching on amp.tv, AAMP.tv. If you're listening, I hope it's a podcast or on KIOF or WIRV. Here's your host of The Sports Angle, Rocco Kelly. Rocco Kelly here, host of The Sports Angle. In the chat on amp.tv, AAMP.tv, you can join in on The Sports Angle. You can discuss the show live with your host, Rocco Kelly. The Utah Stars of the ABA. Now, this is a taken a while back, but in the chat, someone commented that the first ever basketball game they went to was in the ABA, the Utah Stars. One of the most successful teams in ABA history. Most people don't know this, but they were the Los Angeles Stars before they moved to Utah. Then they became the Utah Stars. They had a very successful run with players like Roger Brown, Moses Malone. They had Bill Sherman, their coach. There are a couple more players he also said in the chat as well, but I can't read them right now. They also, by the way, the predecessor to the Utah Jazz. For anyone who needs context, here's a little history lesson. The ABA and the NBA merged. The Utah Stars did not go with them. There was only two teams that went to the NBA from the ABA. There was all that situation. Three years later, after the Utah Stars were not brought into the NBA, the New Orleans Jazz were moved to Utah, and they officially became, as we know now, the Utah Jazz. Now, I understand that there are people who love the old ABA and there are people who wish that there was a competitor to the NBA like the ABA was. Unfortunately, unless there is a billionaire who has the capital and has the equity to go, all right, I'm going to start a brand new league. I'm going to snipe all of these star talent away from the NBA, and we're going to compete head-to-head, you will most likely not see it happen. There is, however, people who have tried. There is basketball leagues around the world who have tried to give an alternative to the NBA. Now, I'm not talking about the G League, because they're owned by the NBA, so they're not directly competing with each other. They are a minor league system for the NBA. What I'm talking about are four leagues that have been created that are an alternative for basketball players. You have out there in China, you have the CBA, okay, the Chinese Basketball Association Stefan Marbury has become a Chinese legend over there. There have been plenty of NBA players who, after their career is over, 
in the NBA. They go to China and they get their money there. They get paid a very good amount to play basketball in China. A lot of people forget that basketball is one of their favorite sports to watch over there in China. It's similar like baseball is in Japan. Japan loves their baseball just like in China they love basketball. It is among one of their pastimes. The problem that the CBA has had in the past is that they go after the players who used to be in the NBA. You will rarely see a young NBA-ready prospect go to China instead of the NBA. What happens is that they're either going to get players who are not in the NBA anymore, or they will get college players who weren't drafted, they want to still play in the NBA, and they still want to play basketball for a living, so they go play in China as a way for them to eventually get to the NBA. The second alternative is uh, the FIBA. Now, this is out there in Europe, and this is actually a very good alternative to what the NBA has. If you have multiple countries, multiple regions who compete against each other, they do it all year round. And more importantly, it has that pride of, hey, we are France. Hey, we are Germany. We are Italy. It, it It's actually a very, very talented thing. And FIBA, they've had the United States compete in it before. But if anybody remembers the debacle of 2019, of NBA players, for the most part, not wanting to compete in FIBA. There was this huge controversial topic about FIBA and the fact that majority of NBA players were not participating. In fact, they only had two or three NBA stars, and the rest of them were uh, bench players or role players on the rest of the NBA rosters. That is the second alternative. They also have, and they've done this in the past, they've had the NBL. Now, the NBL is out there in the eastern part of the world. And it is an alternative for NBA players who are after they have had retired. They can go and still make money. They can still go out and they can still play basketball for a living. Andrew Bogut, who I mentioned in the last segment, he actually plays in the NBL. In fact, he was their most valuable player for the Sydney Kings recently. So good for him. The final alternative that nobody has really ever discussed is the Harlem Globetrotters. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Very fun to watch, but they're not the alternative. In Italy, there is a huge market for basketball out there in Italy. In fact, there has been tons of NBA players who have actually done workouts and they've done a lot of sessions with Italy and a lot of players who are from Italy. There is a reason why over the past 10 or 15 years, Italy has actually had a good amount of players come to the NBA and go to the NBA G League. 
Italy has very slowly been building a basketball league out there. And I've actually watched one or two games of these uh, of the Italia uh, Basketball League. And it's actually a really exciting league. They seem like they're actually playing somewhat of an old school basketball. It's really entertaining, really exciting. Those are the four alternatives that they have now. Now, back then, they had the ABA. You had the Continental Basketball Association. There were different leagues back then, but they all folded. They all no longer had a backing, so they had to either merge or they had to fold. If the NBA ever had competition in America, how long would they last? With baseball, for example, they have all of these independent leagues. They have all of these minor leagues that are competing with MLB, but they don't ever have the recognition of going head-to-head with MLB because it's nearly impossible. The independent baseball leagues in America, uh, Mexico League, you have the European leagues, and you have the Japan baseball, and then Korean baseball as well. They have tried to compete with the United States, but it's nearly impossible for in a baseball league to go straight up head-to-head with Major League Baseball because they have all of these resources that they have at their disposal. That's the problem the NBA has when if a new league was ever going to form in America is that if you were going to create a new league, and this is the problem that the JBA had a problem with two years ago. To give you some context, Lonzo Ball, when he got drafted, his dad, LeVar, created a basketball league for high school kids and for college kids to get paid. So he created this league. He did a couple of games. In fact, there was a game at the Orleans Arena during that time period here in Las Vegas. Now, this league could not compete with the NBA at all. It only lasted maybe one season and then it folded. But to be honest, there was all this talk about it being just a publicity stunt for his son to get more notoriety for him to pad his stats. That's a discussion for another time. I understand that basketball is very important to some people and that people love to discuss it. When it comes to a competition to the National Basketball Association, it is nearly impossible because of the resources that they have. Because of all of the advertisers and everything that they have at their disposal. This is The Sports Angle. I am your host, Rocco Kelly, and we will be back after this. Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? 
Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com. Or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is Sal Tuzzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day. So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality, and you should have your own talk show? Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at Cali Vegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949-445-1119 and learn how quickly you can create, produce, and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. Sports Angle with your host, Rocco Kelly. Don't get distracted. Follow us on Amp.TV and join the conversation. Here's Rocco Kelly. Rocco Kelly here, host of The Sports Angle. For racing fans out there in the world, you are excited. NASCAR is back. This upcoming weekend at Darlington Raceway, the lady in black, she will be tormenting your favorite NASCAR drivers as on May 17th, for the first time 
in two months, Auto Racing will have their drivers back on the track. They will be driving around the field. And more importantly, you are going to have an action-packed race in South Carolina. Racing fans have been begging for racing to come back. I understand the World of Outlaws came back last weekend at Knoxville for at Knoxville Raceway. David Gravel won that race. So World of Outlaws is back. NASCAR is coming back. And in June, IndyCar is making their return. July, unfortunately, is when all the Formula One fans, like myself, are going to have to wait for them to come back. How is NASCAR going to return? How will they learn how to come back with all the social distancing, with all the procedures, with everything that goes on? They have explained before how they're going to make certain things work. Understandably, they also need to understand certain problems that it could come up with. More importantly, I understand that there are NASCAR fans who wanted to go back and watch the race. They're not letting fans in attendance. They're not going to let people who are un they're non-essential personnel in the garage area. They're doing this for a reason. They are doing this to make sure that NASCAR comes back. They don't have to shut it back down again. I mentioned this with baseball, and I will mention this again with NASCAR. What these sports don't want to do is they don't want to open it back up, get all the publicity, and then have somebody get sick, and then they have to shut it back down again. They don't want a driver to get infected with the coronavirus and have them be the reason why they have to go on a halt for the next while. It's same with baseball. Most people don't want to bring this up. But if a baseball player or two baseball players get infected with the coronavirus, then baseball will have to say, oh, we jumped the gun. This was way too early. Or the politicians out there in the world are going to use that as leverage for the stay-at-home order. I know what you're doing, Los Angeles County. I'm, you're not tricking me. Understand that for racing fans and baseball fans, we have come together. We are on the same page. We are excited to have sports back. We like the fact that we are going to get our sport live entertainment. We're not going to have to watch reruns every day for hours and hours on end. How will the schedule work in NASCAR? For anybody who has not seen the upcoming schedule, they will have multiple races at Darlington. They will have multiple races at Charlotte. Then, after that, they will have a handful of races up and down the East Coast because they are not coming back to the West Coast anytime soon. They are not going to the Midwest until this pandemic settles down. 
until the curve gets flattened just a little bit more, they're going to stay on the on the East Coast. What does that mean for NASCAR? Well, simple. They're going to start at South Carolina at Darlington. Then they will go to North Carolina, and they will be at Charlotte. Then they will go down to Florida, and they will go to Homestead, Miami. After that, they will go to Virginia and be at Martinsville. They will then connect all the way back to Alabama. Shout out to everybody on Talk 1490 AM in South Alabama and the Florida Panhandle. They will be at Talladega. And then they will go all the way back up to Pennsylvania, still on the East Coast. And they will be at Pocono by the end of June. What they are doing is very smart. It's very planned out. They're using the entire East Coast, and that is the tracks they are going to use for now. It's a very smart strategy. I understand what they're doing. And more importantly, what NASCAR needs is not for any of their drivers to get infected. They cannot afford to have somebody enter the racetrack, them get infected, and then, oh my gosh, we have to shut everything down. We're going to have to test every single person who was at the track. It would become anarchy. Let's go back to the chat on amp.tv. NASCAR will be like every other sport. They need to bring back sports without fans to keep their TV budget. I am happy that somebody brought TV budgets back into this, or more importantly, TV contracts. There are certain sports out there who heavily rely on TV contracts. In fact, more than half of their money comes from the TV contracts that they have. Football, boxing, UFC, wrestling, soccer, they all are one and the same where their TV contracts fund a lot of their sport. A lot of their revenue comes from the massive TV contracts that they get from the from, from their sponsors, from the advertisers, and more importantly, from Fox, NBC, CBS, Turner, Disney. They get their billion-dollar contracts from them. I will repeat that once again and slow it down. Boxing, football, the NFL, soccer, wrestling, and UFC, they have a lot of money from TV contracts so they can open up without fans and it will not affect them as much as other sports. The sports who heavily rely on what they call gate revenue where they have a, a huge percentage of their money and their revenue comes from the gate and at the, all the ticket sales and everything that's bought at the stadium are followed. Baseball, basketball, hockey, and auto racing are the big four. They are the four sports who heavily rely on gate revenue. They focus a lot on the money they make from the people that walk into the stadium and the people who go to the arena and they spend all their hard-earned cash to be at the event. So 
if you are bringing up the TV budgets for baseball, basketball, hockey, and auto racing, that, yes, will hurt them, but the gate revenue and the lack of fans will hurt them more than anything else. That is why those four sports are trying to come back as quick as possible because they because they're hurting right now. Without no gate revenue and without all the money they get from us, they are struggling as it is. Understandably so, when it comes to gate revenue versus TV contracts, the franchises and the sports leagues who make more than over half of their money from TV contracts, where a big percentage of their revenue comes from those deals, they are not going to rush coming back yet. They are not going to sit there and go, all right, well, we can wait for a while for fans to come back because those TV contracts allow them to do that. Baseball is coming back because they need that gate revenue. 40% of their 2019 revenue came from the gate. That is how important gate revenue is to baseball. Basketball is the same thing. Basketball has a huge percentage of their money come from gate revenue. Okay, they play 82 games a year, and more importantly, they make a lot of money from the amount of prices that they pay at the stadium. Hockey, 82 games a year, they have to rely on the fans because of how many games they play. Baseball, 162. And auto racing, don't even get me started on how many races they do in auto racing. They do 36 cup races in NASCAR. That might not seem like much, but you add the truck series, 22. You add the Xfinity series, which is their AAA league, which has 35. And you are getting 94 races a year in NASCAR. And that is not even including IndyCar, which has 29 races a year because they have the Indy Lights as well as IndyCar. You have Formula One, which has 23 races a year, but they have it spread out in so many different countries, they make that up for the, from the, all the people who go to the event every single year. World of Outlaws does around 70 races a year. And if you go to your local dirt track, they do normally around 50 to 60 races a year. There is such a big percentage of races that happen every single year. They rely on the people who come in, they pay for their ticket, they buy their beer, they buy their pretzels, they buy... Their, their funnel cakes, they go into the stands, they eat their food, they cheer on their favorite driver, they get mad when their favorite driver wrecks. That is what racing is. Hockey, same way. You have 82 games that are played in hockey, and they count on the fans. Basketball counts on the fans, and baseball relies on fans. That is the difference between gate revenue and TV contracts. 
This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Follow me on social media at Rocco Kelly Radio. And follow the show at the Sports Angle. Go to our website, thesportsangle.com. Thanks to Sonar for helping me out. So long. See you next time. These are the sounds of someone taking their eyes off the road. Texting while driving is more than distracting. It's dangerous. Do yourself a favor. Do us all a favor. When you're on the road, stay off the phone. A message from CTIA. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. The been thinking about McDonald's all day can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 